Okay, since it's the 50th episode, I went back and I was listening to some early episodes. I said, you know what? We're just going to put all this stuff together, compile the greatest joints from all these uh, episodes since we are on the 50th, and we're just going to put it out. So that's what I decided to do. G. Moody goes backwards in commemoration of it being 50 episodes of this, that, and the third with G. Moody. Nowadays, people use pronouns to be inclusive. When you are referring to someone, people now use their pronouns. My pronouns would be she, her. I could say they, too. So, so if I, I see one guy over there. If he's not a guy, you don't say I see one guy over there. You see. They? Yes. Those are his pronouns. He, him. I see a they over there. Your pronouns are? Uh, are he, him, that nigga. There's only one capable breaks to unbreakable melodies, unmakeable pattern, unescapable. Horn. If you're born to style, I possess, I bless the child, the earth, the gods, and bomb the rest. I'm me, I'm a he, right? And I go push to go into the female bathroom. Mm. And Walmart stops me and arrests me because I'm going into the female bathroom, right? And then I say to Walmart, who told you I'm a he? I identify as a she, no matter how I look. It's how I feel. And that is discrimination for you to assume my appearance makes me a man. That's, that's a hustle. I walk in the aisle. I wish one of these motherfuckers would tell me, get out this bathroom. I identify as a she. Are you going to tell me different in this climate? Let's settle out of court, B. I got discriminated against. How? Oh, they said I couldn't go in the women's bathroom. But I'm a lady. You're not a lady. I am a lady because I identify as a woman. And who the fuck are you to tell me I'm not? That's discrimination. I'm a lady because I say so. That male bathroom isn't for me. And you don't have a genderless bathroom. They got three bathrooms now. You know how the World Trade Center, everybody knows about the tragedy that went down in the World Trade Center where the two towers imploded and just pancaked on itself. And now when I see skyscrapers and all that, I don't go into skyscrapers no more. The last skyscraper I took my daughter, I took Imani up to the top of the rock. Rockefeller Center has an observatory up there. We went up there. And I said, I saw the shit. I said, let's get the fuck out of here. I just felt queasy because of what happened. And then all the stories about the people in the World Trade Center, what, how they were just scrambling around in there when shit, when shit happened. I was saying to myself, every building I go into, if it's a skyscraper, the thing to have is your own parachute in your bag. Think about it. Just in case, let's say some shit jump off below you where you can't get down the stairs. But like people always carry their little knapsack and their little purses and the little bags, right? I go into a big building over 50 stories and boom, some shit jumped off on the 20th floor and I can't get down. And the building is in jeopardy. I got my parachute. 
I go to the window on some sneak shit. Everybody's panicking because you know when shit like that, it's just pure panic. But I got a parachute. And I just pull it. And then you see one brother coming down. Control your life with the mic and then take your crown and break you down like liquid nitrogen and bite your men. I strike your chin while you rapping. I'll get on some Brooklyn shit. Grab my clip and start clapping. Make your heart flatten. Stop acting retarded or you flee hearted villains. No, you building off what we started. The streets are guarded. We see another fucking Rockies coming out. They not stopping. Creed 2. This is getting ridiculous. I thought it was okay. I saw Creed. I said, okay, that's good. Apollo Creed's son. That's good. Right? So now, Creed 2. What about Mr. T's son? What about Clubber Lang's son? Mr. T was a very big part of the trilogy. I take offense to him not being written in these scripts because Clubber Lang was a great character and everybody loves that Rocky. Rocky III is when he turned it out. So I'm thinking, well, you don't need to do Creed II. You already dealt with Apollo Creed's son, right? Clubber Lang got a son and he live in Chicago. He come from the Robert Taylor Holmes, right? Clubber Lang was never in his life. Clubber Lang's son became a gangbanger, found out his pops was a boxer. I'm giving y'all motherfuckers the script. He found out that his pops was a boxer. He started training, and now he's taking on the role. He's kicking ass in all the matches. Why we can't get Club Lang's son? He fights Apollo Creed's son and beats the shit out of him in one round and then chases Rocky. He jumps out of the ring and chases Rocky ass out of the Coliseum. This is what we need. This is how you add excitement. We want to see Mr. T's son. I don't like it. I think they're forgetting the main characters. A lot of motherfuckers fucked with Rocky III more than anything because T. So Mr. T didn't have a love interest. Not that we knew of. But you could add that in and bring in his son. I know a lot of motherfuckers out there are scared now because of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, they had uh, him in their crosshairs. The question is on everybody's mind, who is next? It could be anybody. It could be anybody. So I know a lot of guys out there are quaking because you don't know. What do you do? Do you lawyer up now in the event that happens? I think that would be the smart thing to go to a lawyer and, and uh, say, well, let's just say hypothetical, I get me too'd. What am I to do? What is the procedure? How should I address it? In the event I am me too'd, what next? You have to have a strategy because they are getting people who you've never thought. Maybe we should come up with a class or something. Maybe we should have like a workshop. In the event you are me too by this, that, and the third with G. Moody, we have a, a, a bevy of lawyers, and, and, and they will try to explain, okay, shut your fucking mouth first. 
Moody, the Pyramid of Podcasts, and the rest is on that Stonehenge bullshit. Kick this one for Brooklyn. Kick this one for the 90s. Now kick this one here for me and my DJ. Like the original colonies of the United States, we have original colonies of hip-hop. So that would be Bronx, Harlem, Queens, Long Island, Brooklyn, Money Earning, Mount Vernon, Mount Vernon New Rochelle, Wyo, Staten Island. Now people say, yo, you meet somebody, they're like, yo, I'm from New York. And you go, oh, really, where? I'm from Brooklyn. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Rochester. You're not from New York, man. One, two, three, and at the four, and if it is crowded, then push down the door and check out the adventures of J&EZ. And I like the old school, but I'm foreseeing the future like a gypsy from here to the kids. Around certain McDonald's, you have methadone cats. They all congregate outside, and you see them. They said that we can't go in the bathroom. That's what you hear when you walk by. I, I, I need to go in the bathroom. I don't know how these motherfuckers said I can't go. So this is that's the clientele that Starbucks has right now. See, they McDonald's locked the bathrooms, and then they got word Starbucks opened the bathroom. So. I'm going to Starbucks, nigga. They got the bathrooms open. They don't give a fuck. You might cough. I'm sick, nigga. I'm sick. They have to call the police all day. You know why they did that? Because they're scared. They don't want to seem racist. And it's like, we want to be all... They, they put out a statement. We don't want to feel like we're excluding people of color. Motherfucker, you better let me in, nigga. That's the person of color you got now in your stores. <laughs> and they're not buying coffee. They come in here to get that fix in your bathroom. If he gets denied, he could get a lawsuit. I need to come in the bathroom. <laughs> A 24-year-old Norwegian animal lover was vacationing in the Philippines, and I've been to the Philippines. Philippines is off the charts, man. I've been to the white sand beaches of Barakai. I got friends, powerful politician friends in the province of Iloilo. Now back to the story. Homegirl is in the Philippines. She's on vacation. She's walking around. She sees a stray dog. Remember I said she's an animal lover, but she should be a lobster lover, a pina colada lover. You don't go to vacation and get on some ASPCA shit in a third world country. So she picks up this dog, stray dog. And of course, she's kissing it, letting the dog lick her face. Just found this motherfucker, picking him up, brought him back to that resort. The dog is fed the fuck up, so the dog bites the shit out of her and her whole crew. They come down with a little bit of symptoms. They fly back to Norway. This particular girl is a worker in the hospital. She checks into that hospital and sadly, two days later, she passes away from the bites of that rabid dog that she picked up in the Philippines, unnecessarily picking up a stray dog in a third world country. Therein lies the teachable moment. When you're on vacation, yo, just cool out, man. It's about 
vacationing. You don't book the ticket worrying about dogs. You should worry about how the resort look at the beach. How sweet is that pina colada? That is what you worry about. And you take your life in your hands and then you come up craps. But we all learn from this shit. Hence, the teachable moments. Yeah, we're going to do the two-minute offense and get right in and get out again. Check it out. Going through Twitter, I saw a huge blow up on Twitter. The black people on Twitter are going crazy because usually the strategy for any candidate to try and get the black vote is to come before us and show how black they are, how relatable they are to the black people in which they're trying to get their votes. And it's never, almost never, about any tangible policies that affect black Americans. It's never that. It's look, I use hot sauce too. Look, I'm dabbing and buck dancing with your favorite rapper. Look at me. I'm cool. Never policy. Never any tangible policy issues discussed. It's always some type of dance. It's always some type of, look, I, I, I make tater salad. Seemed like it was pandering. Because you're doing this to try and get the black vote, right? That's why you are accentuating black culture, right? No talk of policy, no nothing. This is what we mean. So black Twitter, and I agree with them, went at this woman hardcore, tearing her up. That's what's supposed to happen. You don't insult us with fluff, pandering. Fuck you, man. You're not getting no votes, and we're going to dish you too. On the way out. Yeah, I'm on my New York shit. Got the world following the New York script. Hustle with Tim's and hoodies on my New York flip. Rubber band stack money with my New York click. Yeah, yeah man, we got to talk about this cat, man. Danny Hernandez, a.k.a. Takashi69, was under the impression that it was a complete free society. The illusion of freedom is what I call this. Where you get on Instagram, but I call it in crimogram because you're living a certain lifestyle, a criminal lifestyle. So you begin to incriminate yourself through your own posts on in crimogram. So you begin to show the cash, the guns, the feds are watching. The feds are also tagging the post, the illusion of freedom via in crimogram with all that big gun talk about you playing yourself with all that rah 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 you playing yourself you playing yourself you playing yourself with all that rah 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 so i took umbrage at this guy liam neeson on some action hero shit and i said i want to fight that motherfucker it looks like i could take him well it seems like he wanted to fight us and when i say us i mean black men he was on an interview reflecting waxing poetically about some ill shit. Check it out. He said he came home. His friend told him that she got raped by a black guy. So he said that unleashed the caveman in him. That unleashed that primal urge where he wanted to just lash out in violence. And he said he went to black neighborhoods to get revenge on some black bastard who would come out and set it off on him because he was in the black neighborhood 
and he was white. You see the mindset? He thought that him being a white guy and in a black neighborhood would automatically set black people on him. Couldn't be further from the truth. So he's walking around the black neighborhoods with a pipe, hoping that somebody sets it off on him so he could kill them. This is what he said. Nothing happened. But, nigga, you would have got your ass beat and stomped. You wouldn't have beat any black person as if they were just pushovers. That's your fucking bullshit mind. You would have got killed yourself. That's what I think. Now, nothing happened, so he goes to his priest, and this pedophile, I mean, this priest forgives him and says, man, what you're thinking is wrong. Now you understand why I wanted to fight this motherfucker. You're pissing me off because you swear you're higher level. Back to your cave. Get yourself together. Chili and Magilla. Chocolate and vanilla. How can polar bears swing on vines with the gorillas, please? Check your reasoning because it's something. I was at some soiree. And this guy said, oh, what's your pronoun, Gerald? I said, yo, I don't know what you're talking about, man. My name is Mr. Gerald Moody. What I look like to you, man. Do I look like a dude? Mr. Gerald Moody. You're not offending me if you're calling me Mr., man. See, some of these motherfuckers you got to put in their place to let them know, listen, man, this newfangled shit, I'm not really involved in that. So what you see is what you get. In the words of the dramatics, man. I was thinking about this. Who was the first cat to have their pronouns in hip-hop? I thought long and hard about this. It took me about two days, and I came up with uh, that nigga Daz from the LBC. He was the first guy to start the pronouns in hip hop. Ah, yeah, word of mother, we hit the corner. We understand what it is now. I found my sweet spot. You know, usually I clock in at like 25 minutes every episode because I think that is where you don't bore motherfuckers because I understand people are listening in their ears, at their desks, in their cars. You just don't want to hear a cat talking mad slow. A hallmark of this, that, and third with G. Moody is in and out with some flame-ass music. Who could beat some shit like that? Black man with the permanent tan. I come from the villa, never ran. Damn, I'm feeling another part of reality. Hit me when I represent the FAP. Straight from the till didn't play the building. Yo, I, I guess because it's uh, spring that these uh, new segments just keep blossoming in my mind. This particular segment is called Why? And after I read this bullshit, I was like, why? You know, I've been kicking this shit about college basketball players for a long time, like four years. I said, yo, how could they justify not paying these uh, basketball players? They're working, they're bringing in the revenue, and they can't get a dime, and they have rules that forbid them from making a little paper on the side. They can't use their images. They can't use their likenesses. If they try to be in a commercial, if they try to sign autographs, that is forbidden. Why? So why you try to play me though? Why? Like so why you try to play me though? Live in Mexico, laying on a beach chair, drinking a margarita. What else could be desired? Yeah, this is Blue Lagoon where we at. Where the birds are right above me. Hopefully they don't shit on us. I'm here with my man Wilberth. 
That's his name, W-I-L-B-E-R-T-H. That's an ill name. It's like a 5% name. Will birth Allah, because I birth knowledge, God. That's why they call me Will birth. I birth knowledge. Hello, hello, how are you? That's my man, Will Birth. What's today's mathematics, Will Birth? Huh? Will Birth don't know his mathematics. Back in the days, you would gotten killed for that. Peace to the gods, peace to the earth, peace to the seas, peace to the birth of the nation of the 5%. That sent intelligent brothers to represent. We left the rally, now we're maxing uptown, 8th Ave, 25th. Check it out. If, if I was in those countries and yes. I knew that, yo, I don't fit the criteria, we uh -huh. gonna get together, all the men, and we just be like, yo, we trannies, man. So how are you gonna do that? You what get to the border and you be you like, yo, they, they chasing our ass because we tranny. What are you gonna, That's, you gonna put on a wig? You gonna put your shirt tied up around your belly? If you're gonna swim <laughs> over in shark infested waters, a wig ain't shit. <laughs> I'm gonna so put on a wig. You all hear him, right? You hear him. If motherfuckers are swimming in shark infested <laughs> waters, what's a wig? Your eyes are miscellaneous, all so incompleted. The way I'm acting towards you is the form of conceited. All the things that I progress, cause straight from the mind, combine all the usage of technology rhyme. It is a force from a boss, prepared to take a loss. I was walking up the block and I saw someone that had put a plate of fruits, a plate of uh, some food, and some canned goods, and a note on the gate said free. And I'm like, they trying to poison motherfuckers out of Harlem now. I feel like these young niggas need more eye jammies, more passport stamps, less trips to Miami. Yeah, bro, we all need a little culture, a little time away from bird ass niggas and vultures. Oh, here we go. What is a black person with conservative views in the eyes of a tolerant liberal? A dumb nigger. Mecca, the ladybug, changing like seasons. Moods I be seeing, changes life's reasons. Born to express the ways that I can flex a smooth unit glow as I go. But a flow, I take. I don't like how Martin Luther King is treated. I don't like how these motherfuckers relegate his whole existence to a fucking dream. Other world figures, they harp on the things they accomplished. You go to any museum around the world, they don't say this motherfucker had a dream. They say this is something he did. Yo, he gathered people, he got people together, he did this, he conquered shit. No world figure is relegated to a fucking dream. That's all they talk about. So if you new to this country, you be like, yo, they honoring some motherfucker that just had a dream. It's a holiday for this motherfucker. That's terrible we got to get away from that shit somebody kicked that dream shit to you at work make sure you put them in their place say yo it's not about a motherfucker having a dream and we celebrating him having a dream fuck the commercials research what this guy was about he was about substance it's not one guy going to sleep and saying and had a dream about holding hands with white folks Research Martin Luther King. He was more than a fucking dream. Bopping my way back uptown, 10.30 p.m. The city that never sleeps. People milling about. 
Motherfuckers yelling out shit. You hear money right here. This is when the homeless people begin to come out and find refuge from the bitter cold or the snow. But you find regular folks just chilling, going to work or whatever. It never sleeps. My talking woke up a homeless guy and he said he's lying. So I had to move away from this motherfucker because I am podcasting with my back to the wall and he is to my right and I don't want this motherfucker to get up and push me on the tracks because the tracks look like you can uh, get down there and you're able to hop right back up but you don't realize that the platform is tall and you gotta have some uh, shoulder muscles to propel yourself upward. Three rats are now four, I see four, there's like a family. They just look for something to eat. They're running across. They're chasing each other right now as the train comes into the station. But we still podcast as the train comes in the station. I got one of the best mics. So you still hear my golden baritone. This out of third with G. Moody, New York City Subway. Peace. You should have known you wasn't going to make it. Go for a tow truck. Somebody takes it. Now you're stuck way out in Brooklyn. You're in deep the way things are looking. You can't get home because you live too far. Your cash and ID was back. Oh, uh, has anybody heard from uh, Colin Kaepernick? The realness.